At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Do you find yourself roaming around your mansion, thinking of ways to sabotage your ex? I'm not admitting to anything. But if I did find myself obsessed with vengeance, I'd listen to Audible, a wonderful way to redirect yourself. Simply go to www.restless-shores.com and click on the Audible link for a free 30-day trial. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, the race between Agnes Brody and Gamote Point Police Chief Jeremiah Jones to solve the Roop Pharmaceuticals 100th anniversary bombing continued to heat up. Today, we join Chief Jones as he questions Margot Roop at Gamote Point General Hospital. I've been sitting in this room for nearly 24 hours. When can I see my family? Margot Roop, wife of Harlan, correct? Yes. And a self-proclaimed psychic? What do you mean by self-proclaimed? I mean you're only that thing because you say you're that thing. It's not like the state hands out psychic licenses, now does it? If you're trying to build trust between us, Chief Jones, you're going about it all wrong. I don't mean to offend you, but it's claims like yours that make it hard for me to trust my suspect. I'm your suspect? I'm afraid so, Margot. I'm sorry, Chief Jones. What are you sorry for, Margot? Is this your confession? I'm sorry you can't believe in anything beyond this dimension, that you can't fathom there may be a world out there that you can't see, or hear, or touch, a world that can only be experienced through senses you don't have names for yet. Some might call it intuition, or faith, or even magic. But to me, it's just as real as all those things you can see and hear and touch I pity those who cannot break free of the shackles of the physical realm and ascend to that higher plane. Well, that's just super, Margo, but I'm due black on planet Earth. We mock what we don't understand. Don't get me wrong, I admire your spirituality, I do. But what's important to me right now is that in this realm, many bombs went off and hurt a lot of people, and you seem to know a lot about it before it happened. I sensed it, yes. You sensed the bombs. That's right. You mean like a bomb-sniffing dog? That is not it at all. That is not what I meant at all. Well, help me out then, Margo. What do you mean? You haven't heard a single word I've said, have you? Can you understand why your own actions at the casino make you a suspect? Can you understand that I could be helping you with your investigation if you'd only get past your own prejudices? Margo, I'm going to be very honest with you, considering you very publicly announced to hundreds of people that bombs were about to go off right before bombs did go off. You have to see that that suspicion falls squarely upon you. I've explained to you how I knew that. You just won't accept it. You're correct. I won't accept that you had a vision. What are you doing? I'm placing you under arrest. You're making a mistake. Just relax, Margo. We just need to make a quick trip down to the morgue, and then we're headed to the station. Meanwhile, 
Uriah Roop waits for Jeremiah Jones in the hospital morgue, surrounded by three dead bodies covered with sheets that he can't bring himself to look under. Uriah, thanks for meeting me. You told me to meet you in an hour. That was yesterday. There have been some unavoidable delays, I'm afraid. But we're making tremendous progress, I can assure you. Margo, why are you in handcuffs? He won't! We don't have time to play catch-up, Uriah. Let's get started with identification. I must warn you, this may be troubling. I can handle it. Good! Do you know this person? Oh, wow, that's... Running Wolf, Ponacobi Tribal Elder. I can't... I can't believe it. Thank you, Uriah, I appreciate it. I'll contact the Ponacobi authorities. That'll be Marla Redcorn. She's the tribal police captain. Yes, I know Marla. Let's take a look at the next one. Wait! What now? Uriah, you shouldn't be here. I think you should leave. Excuse me, we need Uriah here for identification. I'll make the identification. Uriah, you need to leave. It's okay, Margo. Whatever it is, I can handle it. No, you can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you know this man? It's my father, Harlan Roop. In another wing of the hospital, Regina Miranda prepares for discharge, overseen by her green card wife, Dr. Lily Bellow. Everything is looking rather good to me, Regina. You still need plenty of rest. Of course, I'll be able to help you out at home. Doc, you can't seriously believe I'm coming home with you. Well, of course you're coming home with me. That's where we live. We are married, after all. You must know, that's over. Over? It can't be over, Regina. Ready to go, babe? Don't tell me you're going home with her. Elise is my person, Doc. Always has been, always will be. I'll come by to get my stuff in the next couple of days. Regina, you understand that if you leave me, my marriage visa falls apart? I do understand that, yeah. That's all you have to say? Yeah, it kind of is. I'm good to go? Yes, you're good to go. Good riddance to you both. Nice knowing you, Doc. Oh, Regina Miranda, you haven't seen the last of me. She is an interesting one. That's the understatement of the century. Ready to go home? I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to get back to work, and I'm ready to start over with you. Clean slate, clean slate. Let us return now to the morgue, where Uriah is still coming to terms with the loss of his father. I I just can't believe it. I, I wish I would have spoken with him more. I wish I would have spent more time with him. I'm sorry you had to see that, Uriah. You knew, didn't you? I could feel it. Enough with the feelings! I'm sorry for your loss, Uriah, but I need you to help identify one more person. Just... just give me a minute. You should have let me make the identification. 
You're a suspect, not a witness. I can be both. I'd cover the last body. Fine. Well, do you know who this is? No, I have no idea. No visions coming to you? I sense a dark presence. But no, I don't know who it is. I do. Agnes, what are you doing here? I told you to stay away from this case. A very dumb call, Chief Jones. Excuse me? The body you're looking at is Larry Donovan, the man responsible for the Roop Pharmaceutical Anniversary Party bombing. How on earth do you know that? By being what you're not, a good detective. Excuse me? You see, Jeremiah, unlike you, I didn't need to question half a gamote point before starting my research. I know this town. Remember? Now, originally I thought, who would attack the Ponacobi? But this wasn't really a Ponacobi event, was it? It was a Root Pharmaceuticals event. So I shifted my thinking to, who would attack Root Pharmaceuticals? Or more specifically, who would attack Milton Root? I figured I'd start with disgruntled ex-employees, of which there are admittedly a fair number. Then I searched through hours and hours of video footage from the night of the bombing. Have you even bothered with that yet, Jeremiah? Because guess who was walking around the premises? Larry Donovan, former Root Pharmaceuticals executive. Fired during a big FDA scandal last year. It was in all the papers, Jeremiah. Which you'd know if you were from here. Fine, you've got an ex-employee at the party. Anything tying into the bombs? Well, I didn't. Until I noticed something in the security footage. Mr. Donovan was wearing an orange backpack. The same orange as the orange fabric embedded in the wreckage of one of the bombs. Really? I have the video to prove it. Well, that's fine. You've done some decent work here, Brody. I mean, for an amateur. Now, why don't you hand over what you've got, and I'll take it from here. Actually, Agnes will be taking over the case from here on out. Governor Roop? Melton, you're awake? I've been in and out, but in enough to notice how hard you've been working on this case, Agnes. In enough to see how much of a disaster you've been, Jones. Excuse me? Effective immediately, I'm reinstating Agnes Brody as chief of Gamote Point Police. Her dedication and hard work have proven her fit to continue running the force. Governor, with all due respect, you don't have that authority. <laughs> Call your office, Jones. It's already done. But, but, Ivan Bogakov fiasco. She bungled it. A case which is now being reopened. If Chief Brody was willing to lose her job over it, I think it's worth reinvestigating. Thank you, Governor Roop. I don't know what to say. Say you'll lead the force. I will happily lead the force. Wonderful. Now, Jones... Get those handcuffs off of Margo. This isn't over. Sure it is, Jones. You just don't know it yet. Thank you, Melton. I know we don't always see eye to third eye, but I'm glad you're doing the right thing. I didn't do it for you, Margo. Right. Now then, I just have one question for you, Chief Brody. What's that? Do you know who Larry Donovan was working with? Well... There's evidence to suggest he had a partner, but so far I haven't been able to figure out who. I think I may be able to help with that. You see, not long ago, Larry hooked up with another former associate of mine. The man you're looking for is named Magnus Carlyle. Will newly reappointed police chief Agnes Brody be able to find Magnus? 
How will everyone cope with the bombing deaths? Are Elise and Regina free of Dr. Bellow's wrath? Tune in next time to Restless Shores. If you've enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Drew Massey and Greg Tulinen and directed by Tom Hinton. Jeremiah Jones was played by Oliver Rhodes. Margot Roop was played by Beth Rowe. Uriah Roop was played by Nathan Austin. Lily Bello was played by Leslie Woodruff. Regina Miranda was played by Julie Poulin. Elise Geltz was played by Emily Groats. Agnes Brody was played by Katrina Loof. Milton Roop was played by Zach Hogkamp. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless. Restless.